0: What's up guys, welcome to the Don't Forget to Love podcast with me, Mara Sullivan. Today's episode is about contentment, complacency, peace, things that we might not always think about, but they have a huge impact on our lives, how we live our lives, the decisions we make, our mental health, physical health, spiritual health. Before we jump into the episode, hi, hello, happy end of February. I hope that you had a good month. This was a pretty fun month for me, my favorite holiday. I got to indulge in all things romance and love. It was also a really fun pop culture month. Like I love pop culture, like with the Super Bowl and Grammys. The new season of Love is Blind just came out. All the Megan Fox drama is so funny. If you know, you know. New music announcements we got from Beyonce and Taylor Swift. Usher dropped his new album. It's just been a really fun month. Beyonce also just dropped her hair care line, Sacred. I know it'll do well because like just because it's her and so many people are saying that we need to see her using the products with her real hair, which I do agree with. But at the same time, I have used a lot of hair care products and have never seen the owner or the creator use them. Like I have no idea who created Pantene, but I've used Pantene. Like you get what I'm saying? It's amazing when celebrities like release products And you get to see them using it Like all the Kardashians are top of the list For me when it comes to doing that Rihanna also did incredible with Fenty Like really showing her use her own stuff So I get why people are expecting the same thing from Beyonce, but a founder does not really have to show themselves using their own product in order to sell it. I think more than enough influencers will make a ton of like review videos showing how the products work, and Beyonce knows that. The products already have great reviews. I'll definitely be using them at some point, but like I said, I get why people are really annoyed, especially because it's hard to tell what um, Beyonce is like what's her real hair and what's not I do believe her hair is as thick and long and healthy as her and her mama Tina say that it is um, her mom Tina has posted tons of pictures of Beyonce's hair before saying it's her real hair but I think like just like she wears Ivy Park stuff and we get to see her using her own products seeing her use her hair care products will obviously increase the sales but Again, she does not have to in order for the business to be successful. Everything she touches is just gonna turn to gold anyway. I'm excited to try out some of her stuff. I think I'm gonna get the hair oil first because I love a good hair oil. It is my favorite, like hair product, if you will. Like a good oil is so nourishing. It adds so much shine. It makes my hair feel so healthy. And of course the bottle is just so cute. If you've looked at any of the stuff, like the aesthetic of the brand is just on point. I love the vibe of it. The designs are incredible, of course, but we expect nothing less from the Queen. But we are getting ready for a new month. It is also the season of Lent. Y'all, I am not going to lie. Like Lent started on Valentine's Day. The 14th was also Ash Wednesday. But I was so occupied by the love of it all. I honestly have not like set any real intentions this Lent. Last year, I think I gave up coffee for like the full 40 days. I always try to sacrifice something that I really, really enjoy or... Um, that I like to indulge in or something I need to work on or or improve on. I think it'll be to read like a Bible chapter every day because I am really inconsistent in my Bible reading and I definitely need to do better. I love reading scripture. It brings me so much peace. I just have not made it um, enough of a priority. And so I think that will be my challenge. I know that Lent has already started And so I'm just going to commit to doing the whole month of March and then just like make up the extra two weeks that I already missed, two or three weeks, Um, but it'll be after Easter when I finish, obviously, but I will make sure that I do like a straight 40 days. And I like that I'm starting right at the beginning of a new month so that it's like good to start off my, it's a good thing to add to my routine for March. Let's do Lent together. If you have not started yet, think of something that you can sacrifice, something that you really enjoy, but might not be great for you. A lot of people do things like sugar, fast food, um, soda food is always the go-to when it comes to sacrifice, no alcohol or like a straight doing a straight water fast. Of course, that's not optimal for most people, but it's, it is possible or doing like one meal a day for 40 days. I really wanted to do no screen time or like unless absolutely necessary, like replying to a text or an email but I also like read on my phone because I use the Kindle, like the Kindle app. And so screen time is a hard one for me. I also record this podcast. I post on Lemon Eight, And so it's not easy to not be on a screen. But I still eliminate unnecessary scrolling and like Amazon browsing. I will spend so much time on Amazon. I'm not going to lie. There, But there are a lot of ways that I can cut down on my screen time. I am definitely committed to reading a Bible chapter every day, though. Um, I'm going to do the Gospel of John if any of you guys want to join me. Um, John has 21 chapters, and I'm also going to do the Book of Acts, which has 28 chapters, which is a total of 49 chapters, which is perfect for Lent because Lent is 40 days. And hopefully this will get me in the habit of reading the Bible um, every day for the rest of the year. So it's just it'll just be a part of my regular routine. Um, Speaking of Jesus, let's jump into peace and contentment and not being complacent, which this episode is going to be about. The first thing I want to talk about is being content without being complacent, and then I'm going to talk more about peace later on. In the episode, but being content means being satisfied, fulfilled, being somewhat comfortable with where and who you are. And we all know as humans, we are never fully satisfied. There's always something more, always something to work on, improve on, always something to do. Even in retirement, most people still find things to do, hobbies, activities, clubs, new goals, new ideas. But being content is about being at peace on such a deep level that even if you don't get to do all the things you want to do like on the grand scheme of things and in the overall big picture of your life deep down you'll be able to say that you're happy and you're satisfied we all know the bible verse philippians 4 13 i can do all things through christ who strengthens me but my favorite part of like that verse is the line right before it, verses 11 and 12. Paul writes, I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it's like to be in need, and I know what it's like to are, to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in every situation, whether fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Paul is basically saying, as long as I have Jesus, I'm okay no matter what the situation is. I can face all things good, bad, in between because Christ is with me. Having contentment it like is having something deep down to hold on to and that makes you happy, fulfilled and at peace no matter what. For me that is my faith, it is Jesus Christ. It is also knowing that if anything bad happens, I have enjoyed my life, I am happy with what I've done, the relationships I've had and the person that I am. Of course there will always be more that I want to do. I think we all want to live a long, prosperous, happy, healthy life, but It is so important to live a life that you can look back and be proud of at any age. A lot of people don't really reflect on the quality of their lives until they're on their until they get sick um, or until they have like a life flashing before their eyes moment or they lose someone or something they really care about or when they retire. But do not wait. For some big event to happen, to be honest with yourself, are you happy with your life? And if not, what would make you have more contentment? And that's where not being complacent comes in. So, being complacent basically means not trying anymore. The definition of complacency is a feeling of quiet, pleasure, or security often while unaware of some potential danger or defect, self-satisfaction or smug satisfaction with an existing situation, condition, etc. So it's almost similar to being in denial about something, knowing you can do better or need to do something differently, but convincing yourself that you're good. <laughs> like, an, like a simple example is getting a C on a test, knowing you could have gotten an A. If you just studied a little harder, complacency is when a person is not doing their best, which is laziness. There is a difference between being content with your life and being complacent. You can be complacent while still wanting to make your life, like make your life and make yourself better. But when a person is complacent, um, they're like not trying anymore. So there's like always more to do, there's something more to work on, think about how can you improve. It can be hard to find a balance between being content but not being complacent and still wanting more. It really is wired in our human DNA to always be working towards something or wanting to do something new because that's life. There is so much to learn and explore and there like are always new ways to grow. I love when like retirees pick up new hobbies or they travel or they learn a new language or volunteer places. There's always something for us to do no matter what stage of life we're in. Like just when we think we have it all, there's always something else to go after or to want to achieve or want to accomplish. It's just important to not get so caught up in the doing that we don't just let ourselves be like take that time to sit in silence. Journal, reflect, be present, rest, relax, slow down, have those little moments every day to just be like we are called human beings for a reason, not human doings to remember to make that time to just be just be human. Let yourself just like be still You can be busy and working towards goals and going after your next thing while also having a sense of contentment and satisfaction with your life. You guys know I love, love, love Lauren Bostic from The Skinny Confidential. I was listening to a podcast episode she was a guest on and the host asked Lauren something about having it all. Like I can't remember the exact question, but Lauren's response was she has always told herself that she already has it all. She is a... Now she is a mega successful entrepreneur, blogger, podcaster, influencer, businesswoman, mom, wife. Like she really does actually have it all. But she would tell herself that even before all of that, when she was just a broke bartender who was not making any money from her blog, she just loved doing it. She told herself back then, like over like a decade ago, that she has it all. And hearing her say that like totally changed my life and my perspective on Everything. I already have it all. I have a podcast that I love work that I love and enjoy doing. I have a home. I have great friends. I have my family. I have my faith, Jesus Christ. I have my health, like all these things that we often take for granted so much. And it's not saying I have it all in like an arrogant or prideful way. Like, look at me. I have it all. Like, No, (laughs) like it's like just knowing that I have big dreams and I have a big vision and there's so much that I want to do and that I'm looking forward to doing. And instead of being frustrated that things take time and like feeling desperate for all the things that I still want in life, I'm able to right now have so much gratitude and contentment and satisfaction with my life life right here right now because I have everything that I need I might not have every single thing that I want right now but I have everything I need and I do have a few things that I want which is such a huge blessing everything really is all about perspective I'm also a huge believer in timing and in God's timing for my life things happen for me exactly when they're like when where and how they are supposed to happen like all things, good, bad, and in between. I believe in timing with every single thing in my life, being content, and being complacent are a little similar because both have a feeling of not needing anything else or not needing to do anything else but complacency is more not doing anything because you're too comfortable and contentment is more being at peace and accepting life as it is and not letting bad things or inconveniences or people or anything negative like ruin your sense of inner peace and happiness. Your life as a whole. Now, peace is something that is so different for everyone. What I find peaceful, someone else might find chaotic or stressful, and vice versa. By definition, peace is the freedom from disturbance, freedom from um, like oppressive thoughts, emotions, disquieting things. It's a state of tranquility or quiet. I'm just going to run through a quick list of ways that I keep my overall life as peaceful as possible. Of course, life happens. Everything is not going to be cool, calm, and collected all the time, but these are just things that help me to just stay a little zen. Like None of these are surprising. I talk about these things all the time, having boundaries, little to no gossip, Gossip is just such negative energy, but don't get me wrong. Like I love, like I just said in the beginning of this episode, I love pop culture. Um, Like I love pop culture news, but I'm talking about like talking about other people that you know and being super judgmental and spreading rumors, stuff like that. All of that is just such negative energy muting people both on social media and in text messages is definitely a game changer for peace you can mute like not sure about android but on iphone you can mute individual text messages on iphone um And I mainly do this with group chats. Like I don't need to see everyone's response and people who I know I don't need or want to talk to all the time. When you put it like that, like it sounds bad, but we all have like those people who text us like the most random stuff at the most random times. And it can be someone like you're not really close to whatever the case may be. I like that I can do that without putting my whole phone on do not disturb. Um, But do not disturb is also great for peace. If you just need a break for a minute, taking the like the phone breaks like are so important. I have started like being way more intentional about not even just not being about um, being on my phone less, but just like holding my phone less. I don't even want it in my hand. I have like as many... as many hours a day as possible where I am not looking at my phone, like even if it's just three to four hours throughout the day where I do not touch it, it just makes such a big difference. And those hours do not have to be like three to four or however many hours straight. Like it can be phone free time, set in the morning, afternoon, at night, whenever I can. And like I said, I do read on Kindle, but I've like, I try to read on my iPad instead of on my phone because just like the phone thing, is just so much it feels so good to not have it in my hand the obsession with it just the obsession with the phone is just crazy like I know that makes me sound old y'all know I'm a grandma anyway so it's normal for me but the phone thing is so intense like it is such an addiction for the world in general right now so just I, I like not even not even holding it As much as I can. This sounds so cheesy, but complaining less makes life so much more peaceful. I find that the more people complain, the more they have to complain about because they're almost always looking for the negative thing or the thing that's wrong or just not the thing that's not going well. As you go throughout your day, be mindful and aware if you complain about things um, and if you are proactive about finding a solution like good at getting over it or if you let it ruin your whole day and your whole mood and it's hard between work family friends school if you're in school just life in general sometimes all it takes is one person to do or say something crazy and it just throws off your whole day and sometimes like it is sometimes it's a thing and not a person that can ruin your day like forgetting your charger at the worst time like I know for me when I forget my earphones like I literally feel like I cannot survive (laughs) like or when just any like technology starts malfunctioning, it is the most annoying feeling not being able to find something when you need it. Like complaining is always valid. And so I'm not saying don't complain. I'm saying be less reactive and emotional about the little things that are just inconveniences and annoying. And yes, those things suck, but it is not a life or death situation. Like the Karen stereotype that is so quick to ask for the manager or rip someone's head off for the smallest things or letting like the one bad thing ruin your day and see if there is anything that you can do to make the situation better instead of just complaining about whatever it is. We love a good problem solver over here, like being more proactive than reactive. When it comes to peace, this one goes without saying, but identify the people, places and things in your life that drain your energy, friends, family, coworkers, dating, people you follow on social media, who feels good to be around and who makes you feel depleted, exhausted, and think about how to limit your interactions with those people. Places, being in certain spaces can affect your mood. It's something we do not talk about enough, like people's houses, your office, bars, stores. This is going to sound so crazy, but (laughs) nowhere makes people more stressed out than a crowded store or like market. Like think like Target, Walmart, especially like after work hours when everyone is there. Since the pandemic, I have really gotten into the habit of having almost everything delivered to my door. I hardly ever go in stores anymore. And when I tell you this has been such a game changer just for stress alone, like cortisol, which is the stress hormone gets um, like spiked so high when you're around a lot of chaotic energy. And everyone's tired and cranky. It sounds woo woo, but people's energy really does affect our own. And having things delivered just saves like so much time too. I know people say it's more expensive, but I have Dash Pass, I have Amazon Prime, and I actually spend more when I shop in the store than I do when I order stuff because I like when I go to the store, I'm more tempted to get stuff that I don't need just because I see it. So it's definitely a personal preference. Delivery has been a game changer for me. Like figure out the people, places, things that are draining your energy and how you can limit or cut off those things. Other peaceful things that I take that I um, talk about all the time, journaling, candles, reading, getting enough rest doing things that help you think clearly so that your mind is not constantly going a thousand miles an hour. If you're always go, 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 like take your foot off the gas and just have moments of silence, stillness, rest, whatever it is that puts your mind at ease, say no when you need to, canceling plans because you're tired or you want to do something that makes you happy or you just don't wanna be there or be around people is valid. Like when you can't, cannot, or don't want to say no, you can try to limit your time. Like my friends will tell you, I am not ashamed of being the first person to leave. Like if I, um, if I know I've done the thing, I've seen the people it's time to go. And it's not all the time. Like when I can hang out or I have the extra time or I'm really enjoying myself, I will hang for a bit, but I know I don't have to like when I'm ready to go, I need to go. And it is not a big deal to leave. Something else I talk about a lot is being super mindful of the things that you are consuming, what you are feeding your body and your brain. If what you're eating is not good for you, you're not going to feel good. Like you're not going to feel your best. You might not look your best and then that can affect how you feel and lower your mood. The music you listen to, social media, TikTok has become super negative lately. Like it's still fun and and informative, Um, But it like it has still has super good content, but there's so much negativity on there. Um, Just be mindful, like the movies, TV, videos, like anything you watch, it all like has an effect on how you feel. Talking less and listening more has also been such a game changer for me. I started this podcast because I noticed that I just became like the go to friend for advice and the confidant for a lot of people, friends, family, coworkers, people I don't even know really well, like. Have just been so comfortable, like confiding in me and telling me things and sharing things with me and asking me for my opinion and my advice. And I think part of it is because I try my best to let people talk without automatically interjecting my thoughts or how I feel or like what I think about it. Listening is becoming a lost art, (laughs) like it definitely is. Just the art of conversation in general is becoming lost just because we have less. Interactions with people because of technology. But um, the next time you have a conversation, really listen and pay attention to engagement. People actually like listening to you and hearing you and you actually listening to them and hearing what they're saying. A lot of times people really just want someone to talk to and to hear them. So I'll, like be mindful of that. Listening is definitely something that brings a lot more peace into your life. You guys know that I cannot talk about peace without talking about Jesus Christ, prayer, my Bible, faith in God, church, worship, worship music brings me so much peace. The Bible says the peace of God surpasses all understanding. It will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. The peace of God provides really like the peace that God provides really does transcend all understanding, meaning that it does not even make sense most of the time. Like things that I should get worked up over and be sad, mad, depressed, stressed out about, it is not able to distort my peace. My faith in God is so real. Like it's crazy when bad things happen. My faith actually gets stronger instead of weaker. Y'all know I just lost my mom and I have more peace and faith now than I have ever had in my life. Like I am closer to God. Um, now and able to see him more in my life now than I ever have been before and it should be the opposite like logically it should be the opposite but when you really know God for real for real like words cannot even explain yes bad things suck and it hurts and life is painful and challenging but what the devil means for evil God can turn that thing around to work out for your good and I am not just saying that like it's just it is so real When you give your life to God, when you trust him with it, he is able to make the biggest difference in every area of your life. That is it for this episode, guys. If you enjoyed it, make sure you are following this podcast and have it saved to your library so that you do not miss any episodes from me. Also, make sure you share, rate, and review this podcast. It helps me out a ton. DM me anytime with questions or topics you want me to cover. My Instagram is at Mara P. Sullivan. You can also find me on Eight at Mara P. Sullivan, and you can message me on there as well. Remember that no matter what your life might look like right now, do not forget to love. I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.